Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Dep Nation, and joining me today we have Nevea 3 Hey, everybody. How's it going? And Big Rick 20X. Nev is finally a Pummel Party champion. That's right. <gasps> I won. <laughs> <laughs> It happened. Finally. I was so excited. (laughs) Well, speaking of winning games, Nev, why don't you tell us about your games this week? Okay, well, we started it off on a really high note with the win on Pummel Party, but the Smite history is looking a little red this week. Ooh. Yeah, you hate to see it. Um, But I do have a couple of uh, very poggers games that I had this week. One including when I got Heimdall in Assault, went 17-4, and four. Coffin Whoa. Monkey was on Cthulhu, we just had a grand old time. Finished that game in under 20 minutes, I immediately asked Fro if I could play Heimdall mid, and he said no. <laughs> so he wants it for himself he's he just wants selfish it, he wants, yeah yeah he wants it for himself and that's okay you know when, once you find a god that you can frag with and you have a good time with and you enjoy playing that god you hold on to it so fro i will say you can keep the heimdall for now but when hunter mid becomes meta again nev's gonna be that. hitting dingers <laughs> 10 and 3 and 14 in a solo assault. I queued a, a couple of assault games by myself waiting for some people to get online the other day. Got the Merlin. Had a grand old time. And because of how the reporting system is still not fixed and won't be fixed until the mid-season patch update in July, I went 6-0 and as hell in a joust. And got reported by the enemy team for harassment. Nice. Ouch. Yeah, playing playing hell and joust. That's a reportable offense. <laughs> they were like, you're tryharding. Reported. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not I don't. sure what's going on with the report system. I mean, I, I hear what everybody's saying, but it it's notifying you every time you get reported. Yes. And But, but that's it, right? It's so not... I th- Fake reports. Are people actually reporting? Like, it's kind of eye-opening how often you get reported for doing nothing. So, from my understanding, before this bug started, it was if the system determined that you did something reportable, you know, it would do that, that little flash thing on their name, and it would say at the top, we believe they did something that might be considered reportable, just as a heads up. And then you would put the report in. And if the system determined that that was a reportable offense, it would then notify the person who got reported. But if it doesn't deem it necessary to be reported, or they look at the report and decided that you shouldn't have been reported, it doesn't tell you that you've been reported. But now, because of the bug, it just tells you you've been reported all the time. Well, every time you get reported, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of, that to me is eye opening how many people are just false reporting for nothing because you lost a game, you're going to report everybody. I, I've seen 
in their patch notes, they talked about that in Duel. Duel how if people lose a duel, they'll yeah. just report. Oh, yeah. Like, if you lose a game, just take the L and move on. You don't have to, like... Right. Also, false reporting is violating TOS, which we, uh... Yeah, I won't go into it, but if you guys know the situation, that kind of happened to me in a game this week. And, uh, we knew some of the people on the other team. And if you're going to try to get somebody banned in-game, that's, to me, for, for doing nothing, that's really overstepping bounds. And that and so that was the that. thing. Like I don't, I I like I said in, in a prior uh, episode. I I feel like I'm a very fair and non toxic smite player. So when I see that I get reported, I'm like, well, what the fuck did I do? And so then I'm like, well, I went six and zero as hell. I didn't spam laugh. I didn't spam taunt. I didn't say anything in the post game chat. But the I'm only being time- reported for harassment. Okay. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen you spam laugh is when it's directed at me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just following I've you never through seen jungle. You spam taunt. As I've never seen you emote. I've never seen an ounce of BM from you. And it was funny because, like, I, I was queued with um, Colorado and Dickie, and Colorado and I have played a couple of other games this week, and I think it was like our second or third game of the night. He was like. I thought Rick was exaggerating when he said that you just seem to, like, get toxic people in your games. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, because this just keeps happening every time. Oh, yeah. It's... And I'm like, yep, I don't know. I don't know what I did. And you're, you're <laughs> never toxic back. You never type back. Maybe it, I, very On very rare occasions, you'll, like, try to justify something or be like, hey, why? why? This yeah. is what I was doing. Stop BMing. Yeah. But like it's never, I've never, you don't have a mean bone in your body. I've never seen you even retaliate with BM. So yeah, don't yeah. false report people. It's bullshit. Yeah, please don't. I, I wish, I honestly, I wish they could get that fixed on Tuesday, which when you're listening would be yesterday. Um, But it, they did say that it would be fixed in the mid-season patch. So that would be middle of July. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Other than that, been playing a lot of Nuwa. Got the got that new uh, skin from the Grim Omens. Been really enjoying that skin. It's loud as fuck. That Nuwa skin is so loud, <laughs> but it's clean. I like the I like the look of it. And I haven't noticed then, it. I just notice her minions running like Usain Bolt, and it's terrifying. It's fantastic. I've also played some Cthulhu and some bot games, been fragging. Don't you mean Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Dude, Lord huge. <laughs> He's a chonky boy. Real chonky. I played, a, play, played a, a conquest to warm up last night uh, before our set with Dickie, and I got support. So I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not really good at support, so I'm just going to pick the new guy. And then if <laughs> we lose, I'll just be like, I don't know. It's literally the first real game I've played as him. So I went one and six. Oof. But yeah. um, he's fun. I like him. He he's does a fun. shit ton of damage. It's yeah, pretty, pretty wild. Like his ult needs to be tuned down, which they are. They're yep. upping the cooldown on it. I believe they're nerfing his two. But, like, that shit just does so much damage. He's not really doing anything as a support, but no. it's just and I knew damage. that. I knew that going in. I know he's way better in solo lane than he is as a support, but 
I was just like, I don't really play support very well, so might as well just try the new guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but oh yeah, and they're getting rid of um him being able to use relics in his ult in the mid-season update as well. So no more giant Cthulhu thorns or sunders. You hate to see it. You could pre-thorns, I imagine. Mm, maybe, probably. I just thought it was funny because I I had mentioned on it when um when he was first announced and that PTS had come out. I did. I just went into jungle practice for like forty five minutes, just playing with all the different relics in his ult. And the only two that you can't do is blink and teleport while in his ult. But you could do yeah. everything else. So yeah. I liked I liked using like boots and thorns and sunder. Those were my three like Mimi relic. How could you picks. even aim Sunder? It the line is ginormously long. Is like, it? Yes. Ah. <laughs> you can see it. It 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 extends the Sunder range. It it did in PTS. I haven't tried it on the live client, but it did in in the first PTS when Cthulhu was announced. It the the line was like really really long. Sweet Jesus. And I was wondering if maybe it was because, like, I don't know. I don't know how that works as far as, like, coding is concerned. Is, is it because he's so high up that the range needs to be extended so he can see? Or right. it's extended because he's so high up? some weird size yeah. increase <laughs> I have coding no idea. causes the ability <laughs> size to increase. I don't know. Yeah. No clue. Yeah, but I, I should have tried that in the live client. I'll try it later on. So don't quote me on it, but I do know when the when the PTS first dropped for the Cthulhu update, his Sunder line was insanely long. And I think that's about it. Like I I did not did not have a good week of Smite. Not, so. not a good week for Nev. <laughs> no, not a good week for Nev. How about you guys? Oh, well, I can take it here, I guess. Go um for it. Nev just kind of threw that up. Tip, yeah, it was threw like that in the air and jump said, ball. One of you guys. Rick, Rick's got <laughs> the better ups, both I think. talk about your games <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> right. Uh, I had a pretty good week of games, uh, other than our Albion Giants set where we got bounced from the playoffs. We blew a 3K and an 8K lead in back-to-back games with just a little hasty decision-making. Uh, but it's fun that... I, the amount of time I've played support, there's still gods that my team is learning that I can play, and we figured one out that my team now really wants me on. Uh, if it works into a good comp, and that's uh, that's the Freezy Boy. Ymir is here. Weimer. Weimer. Oh, yeah. Weimer. Uh, I played Ymir in a scrim earlier this week. Uh, they had, like, an X-Ball, like Geb. They had a couple other things that didn't have leaps, and uh, the wall could really do a lot with, so we thought that'd be a pretty good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their Scylla rotates over at level 2 uh, to try to gank Duo. Uh, pretty aggressive move. Me and Bryce were in a good spot. Our jungler comes in, and the Scylla realizes, okay, this is no longer a good situation. So after the initial burst, we decide to turn. And I'm running down lane. The Scylla is behind me. And I'm running at the X-Ball and the Geb. And Scylla is trying to get away from Bryce and Rahil. So she dashes in front of me. And we're kind of getting close to her tower. 
and I had all three grouped up, and I hit a three-man freeze at level two. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, hit down the glacier glacier strike, and mm-hmm. uh, we picked up two kills, and the Scylla escapes with one HP. Damn. But hitting a three-man freeze at level two? Let's go. That's poggers, man. Yeah. It, that must just have been goes, that AK lead game. <laughs> Rahil just goes, oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that was the call out. Yeah. Uh, no, that, unfortunately, that wasn't the AG League game. I think I played like, Ganesh and Horus. Uh, oh, okay. And that, yeah, I'm kind of an elephant abuser. Uh, He's support. good. He's good. Yeah. Uh, He's still one of my favorite diamonds that I've got. I, I would put him in top three supports right now. Uh, I think that Horus and Yamoja are probably one and two, and Ganesh yeah. is probably third. There's a lot of good supports right now, I, but I just think Ganesh is so strong. His ult is on way too low of a cooldown. For sure. Uh, but then the big game of the week came against the Baji Rejects. Uh, so in our Baji League set, we were playing our friends uh, Blaze, Gokinator, High Train, DKO, and Phantom Shark. And I've played on teams with three of those guys before. Gok and Blaze for a really long time and... Played with Phantom Shark for a split, uh, so we knew them pretty well. So there was a, <laughs> there was some friendly chiding back and forth, bef- you know, the week leading up, and we were we were laughing yesterday that uh, we knew that they had been playing off role, and I get you know I know that they had been talking about switching back to their main roles. So a couple hours before the set, they decided to make that switch. Goke got his new prescription yesterday, <laughs> so they were making. Uh, some preparations for the game last night. Uh, but game one, they picked up, they banned an, uh, Odin in first phase and picked up a hell. So, but then didn't ban an Afro second phase. So we were like, why don't we just try to match their healing with the Afro? Yeah. So we take the Afro game one, Devin pops off on it. He goes 11 and two and just goes, I had no idea this God did so much freaking damage. Uh, there was a couple times where uh, Phantom Shark was on Yorm, and uh, the birds would get him in his ult. And also, Afro's a pretty decent pick in the in the Yorm. I mean, if you're not always going to be right up in Yorm's face, but the uh, the blowback, I'm blanking. Back on off. Me. Back off. Yeah, the back off procs his uh, extra Ultimate damage passive. His, uh, passive. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, so. It went pretty well. Uh, those guys played really well. I, I thought that it would be a closer game than they were thinking it was going to be because I know that Blaze and Goke were uh, a little defeated, self-admittedly, bef- in the week leading up. But they, they played really well. I did have an ult. Uh, I played Ganesha game one. I did have an ult on their hell where I put her on the pillar uh, when she was trying to path uh, from gold to her own red. Put her on the pillar, dashed her up, and basically soloed her. <laughs> that I haven't done that too much with Ganesha. It, it's a little tricky to time, and I'm getting better at it. But uh, yeah, holy shit, his ult—you <laughs> can solo somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just—I wa- mean, I just watched her life bar disappear while stuck on two Ganesh lines for about four seconds. Oh yeah, it's uh, disgusting. We, yeah, but we ended up winning that game. Uh, in the second game, we they pick up a Pele, a Yamoja, a Discordia. So I'm thinking, hey, Ymir's a pretty good pick here. <laughs> so I uh, played the Ymir again, and that was 
just a lot of fun. Uh, had some pretty good walls. Poor Blaze. He he played the Umoja and he played it really well. There were some really good Nuva rings. He was bouncing people back. I was scared for Bryce's life because Gok was on on her, and Blaze puts a a Nuva ring down to bounce uh, Bryce back towards their tower. We we had a lot of pressure early. And we're kind of up on their tower line. And Gok puts up a pillar right next to the Nuva ring. So he can't get out. He's like getting bounced back a couple times. He can't get around the pillar. It's too slow. I, th- I If they had had their abilities up, he was definitely dead. But I was <laughs> I yelled at Bryce into the... Not yelled, but in the laning phase. I swear, dude. Blaze hit every single bubble and moonstrike on Bryce. And I was like... Hey, do you want to dodge like one of those? Because <laughs> you're getting hit with every single one. And we saw the Blaze after the game, and they were laughing about the same thing. Uh, Bryce had a pretty sweet kill. We got their Pele low, and uh, she just—I mean, she was healthy enough to do their purple buff. So I think she's just going to do their purple buff and back. And uh, Bryce went up in his Rama ult and. Took Hyde's life and the no. purple buff in one arrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were like, holy shit, that was awesome. Uh, one one really interesting interaction that happened in that game was uh, we had a fight in mid lane. And Blaze puts a Nuva ring down. Me and Rahil are on opposite sides of it. And we got hit with a Discordia too. And so when we went to attack each other because of the madness, we both got bounced through the Nuva ring through mid. We were like, hey, that was pretty sick, actually. That was a good combo by them. It, they were disengaging, so there wasn't really like any follow-up, but that was a pretty cool interaction to see is that we got taunted towards each other in the Discordia too and bounced through the Nuva ring into mid. Uh, but yeah, we had a had a good set there. Uh, ended up taking the 2-0, but I, I thought the other guys... Uh, Gok and the boys played really well. Uh, I think they're going to be a competitive team, and they'll get better for sure. Uh, but we just kind of – we've been playing a lot, played a lot of scrims, playing a lot of league games. Uh, that was actually Devin's first time playing Afro in comp, and uh, I think we're going to try to do that a little more because he played it really, really well. Other than that, I uh, played some games last night uh, with the group, with the Baji group, and uh, – Let's just say Nike support is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. It also helps that I had their red buff the entire game, but we got uh, a, like a we, we got a ten <laughs> minute surrender, and I was six and zero on Nike support. So Nike's got the knock up on her jump. She's got a disarm if you land all three, but that also helps with wave clear. And then she's got the the repel and the auto blocker. What yeah. are we calling that? And then her ultimate's uh, horrific, basically. Yeah, they're nerfing Nike. She gets played in jungle. Like, I don't know if it's like Nike's such a weird character because mm-hmm. they've always talked about how no matter what they do, she just doesn't get picked a lot. So right. I, I have fun playing Nike. I thought th- I've been playing her since the rework and since they gave her that shield. Yeah. And finally, I guess they tuned her up enough where everybody is picking her if she does if she makes it through first uh, first bands. Interesting. That, so they're nerfing the ultimate, and then I know we're going to talk about it a little later with the patch notes, but the new Sunder is going to be able to take out any shields. So Good. Um, if you guys are playing ranked and Nike gets through and Nike's on the other team, 
uh, I've noticed one pick that's really good into her is Thanatos. Because Nike's whole thing is that she has two health bars, but if you drop her low enough and then she ults, it still doesn't take away the execute. Yeah. So you can you can get rid of a Nike. Well, or a Achilles or Alquang. Yeah. Anybody with the, the execute. Which also, Cthulhu, does his ult actually heal him? Or is that just uh, like a ratio increase? I don't know. I want to say that he, he's still executable. He might right. be able to get out of threshold, but so I, I Cthulhu think... easiest god to hit with Thanatos ult. Just saying. Yeah, if you miss Achilles is a little harder to hit when you're in Nike ult and you're slowed that much, and trying to weave in in around teammates. Yeah. So Thanatos being able to diver is a pretty good counter pick. Mm-hmm. And Thanatos has always been solid. I would say I don't think there was a point where they they haven't touched Thanatos in a long time for. Yeah, not really. Busters, um, have they? Can't remember the last time he was. Yeah, but some items have really helped him out too, because he wasn't he wasn't really in a good spot, and then he started getting picked up in SPL last season because things like Arandite and uh, yeah, buffs to the Mace Tree and just the way the meta wanted you, you wanted early pressure. He yeah. came back a little bit, but yeah, those are my games. Well, Dep, heck yeah, bud. I'm gonna pass it over to you. I like it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm playing Thanatos because he's my diamond challenge, and I'm determined to get it done with early. And Rather I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost at 1900. Oh, I'm wow! Like 30 shots. You actually, I am <laughs> no lifing Thanatos. Like, did you actually find out what a triple worshiper weekend was? Yeah, trip yeah. ships, baby. There's there were some worshiper weekends, and just me no lifing them. Uh, my win rate has gone down. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. But my KD's staying pretty steady. Um, I'm I'm usually pretty good about when I dive in with his ultimate. Even if I'm not going for the execute, I'll manage to pick up the kill. Just because Thanatos combo, you can get someone's health bar just donezo real quick. Um and Rick, you had mentioned the Weimer earlier. I started picking him in duel again, getting some dubs. And they're buffing him. And they're buffing. They're him. buffing him again. That's why. Oh, that new skin, the Machina skin, so clean. I don't want to talk about Ymir skins because the only one I want, I can't get. Which one? Sprinkles. So, was that limited? No, it's just in chest. But for some reason, it's not in the Summer Bash chest. They not know people want ice cream. Hell, at the beginning of recording, I heard the ice cream man going through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost but, uh, I almost missed the clap sync to go get a drumstick or a Choco Taco. Oh, shit. I should have said no, Brittany. Um, <laughs> I, I took Ymir into duels twice this week, um, won both games, and I unfortunately got matched against the same person two games in a row. Ooh. The first game I had picked Ymir. Mm-hmm. Four Odom, ten minutes surrender. Second game, we're going in. Picks bans. He bans Ymir. I'm like son of a bitch. <laughs> he and you can't knows. you can't see the other player, right? No, no you can't. But yeah. the fact that I I trump someone with a Ymir and then they ban Ymir, I'm like I'm the I gotta be the only guy playing him, right? Like, and so uh, next game, I picked Ulleron against his. Uh, his Pele 
4-0'd again. So it was just a lower MMR player that unfortunately got matched against me. You hate I think to we, see it. I think we ended up facing um, the same ranked joust group last Saturday. Me, Panda, and Steve Barry Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had like, I don't remember the comp, but we fragged and they did like a 10, 10 minutes or so surrender. Yeah. And then we get right back in. The The countdown for the next match was only like 30 seconds. So we go back into another ranked joust. And like the first two bands were the first two gods that we picked the last game. And I was like, oh, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> was one of those Herc? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Damn it, Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dub. Uh... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. These are these are what we live for. Um, and yeah, and the the guy that I got those two four zero games against, his bands were also peculiar because his first band was always Anubis. So either he knew like, oh, this is Dep Nation I'm playing. He's got the <laughs> Diamond Anubis, or he was at that lower MMR where you just get stomped by Anubis if someone picks him. So. You, you hate to see it. You, you really want, like, I want to have, like, I had a 3-3 match um, with Ymir against an Anubis. And basically, once I got anti-heal online, the uh, Anubis went down. Built my Imagine pestilence. Imagine anti-heal. Yeah. Wow. But it was, we were 3-3. Surprisingly, also only a 10-minute game. So, those uh, those trading kills, for sure. Yeah, I'll be interested to see these minion changes. For Joust and Duel. They're making minions weaker. Which I could maybe see for Duel, but for Joust too. It's always a team fight. You got three people. I don't know if fire minions need to be weaker. Do you have more games or do you just want to hop into the patch notes? We could go straight into those patch notes, Rick. You got those pulled up for us? I got them pulled up, but I'll be honest, there's so much shit. I feel like we just got to touch on like <laughs> the big changes and changes yeah. that we like that we like to see. Yeah. And I'll start this off by saying that if you guys have listened to the last couple of weeks, how much shit have we talked about on this podcast that got put into the game? Oh, that so is much. getting put into the game. Is, is someone so is someone going to pick up that phone because we fucking called it? Boom! <laughs> well done. Thank the you. first one I want to talk about is DJ Raijin, which yes. I did not know. That Raijin had not gotten a new skin for 32 months. Yep. Almost three years he didn't get a new skin. I had no idea. I didn't realize. I, it makes sense. So yeah. my my speculation about the DJ Raijin started when they updated the um, viewer store with the DJ icon. And I was like, I feel oh. like that's going to be Raijin. And I remember talking to Panda about it like a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Raijin. And then we talked about it last week on the podcast. And now it's coming. (laughs) He's shirtless, too. He's like, heck yeah. He's got an open jacket rocking a fucking six pack. DJ Raijin is jacked. DJ Swole. I did did take uh, DJ Raijin into jungle practice on pts about a couple hours ago it sounds so good and i'm so excited that's awesome so i'm going to be farming some viewer points so i can get that when it comes out because i am stoked 
I cannot wait. It takes so much to get those viewer points. It's well, so I finally upsetting. got the Odin like two weeks ago, so there's hope. Uh, I still don't there's have hope. Odin. <laughs> I still don't have Odin. That reminds me, while we're recording, I'm just going to throw on the Smite game Twitch and mute the tab. Mm-hmm. I'm not even at basketball Odin yet. Uh, If you mute, I don't think it gives you credit for listening. If you mute, if you mute the stream, it won't. If you mute the tab on Chrome, it will. Yes. So that's what I have done. So hint, hint to our listeners: mute the tab, not trust me. I'm window. I'm uh very familiar with this because I just spent. I basically left my computer on for two weeks because I had a for huge drops. drop event in Tarkov <laughs> that was drops for 24 hours a day for like 12 days. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was good. I got some good shit. You got some good shit? All right. So that was one thing we talked about was the DJ Raijin. Um, That was our speculation. It came true. What else happened? I think we should talk about the Kumba not being a giant chicken nugget anymore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was that did get called out in a Reddit post, it, which is where I had seen it. But I had we've also talked about the chicken nugget before. I think Fro brought it up maybe like thirty episodes ago. And that's the last one of the original mastery skins that they did. So it was like uh Kronos, Kumba, Giannis, and Agni, they finally got updated. But Kumba was like the worst one and they saved him for last. <laughs> so we've got that. That was something that we talked about that got improved. Uh, we've talked about buffing jungle, which it got buffed in like six different ways. Uh, yeah, can so- we talk about can we talk about the different jungle camps? We don't have to go into like detail about how they are. Like, I like it. I like it too. It, it's very interesting. So if you guys didn't catch the patch notes, every camp is different in some way. Now it, there is. There are passive and aggressive camps, so that's the first big change is that a lot of stuff will now aggro to you if you step in the camp range, not just pathing through it. And that includes Fire Giant and Gold Fury. So I think that's going to be really interesting, some huge changes, because you can't just control the fire pit anymore without aggroing Fire Giant, which is a huge change. I mean that changes jungle pathing to an extent. Yeah, I mean my one of my favorite places to gank dual lane if I'm on something like a rat or a Thor is stand in the gold fury. Gold so fury you pit. can't really do yeah. that. So you you're going to have to be careful about it. And also uh other buffs do too. I believe harpies aggro to you, which they're changing the mid harpies to one elder harpy. To one elder. Yeah. That will aggro. Um let me see if I can find it. There's so much stuff. Well, here. and they touched okay. on the Chad Harpy too. So the yes. red buff and the purple buff will also do that. But uh speed and blue buff will not aggro. Right. Because uh, the oh. centaurs and the satyrs are more civilized. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally what it says. <laughs> they have and, and then uh so Oracles and Pyro will also be defensive and won't aggro to you. But the other thing, the other big change is that now these camps all have special attacks and special... They do special shit now. Yeah, special abilities that you're going to have to be mindful of. I think that the biggest one is the red buff. So when the uh, chief manticore, head manticore, alpha manticore, chief manticore, we're going chief. 
Chief. So when the Chief Manticore <laughs> gets below, I think, 45%, they said, he starts attacking you really fucking fast. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You're not going to be able to solo your red buff after the first wave, which is like one of the most annoying things in casuals that people do. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, a big wait change. Wait for your jungle yeah. now. Yep. So yeah, now it, your jungle gets that farm, assholes. <laughs> it attacks faster and it does a little bit more damage, not just because of the attack speed, but it does also increase the base damage just it slightly. It looks like so, it hurts. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, and, like, the game state during the patch notes, they were, like, 50 minutes into the game, and he was still getting hit for, like, a lot. Well, not a lot, because he was super tanky by that point, but he was still getting... You could see the DPS, and it was just like, oh, that's gonna really hurt somebody who's, like, level 2, level 3, trying to solo their red buff, yeah. so be careful out there. Yeah, and they <laughs> uh, they mentioned that it's, it's basically a developer challenge that... You have to hold your abilities. You have to, uh, mm-hmm. you you want to hit him and burst him down once he goes into that attack, I guess mode. Right. Uh, and so you're the gonna you're gonna want to say yeah the berserk mode, and you're gonna want to save abilities to take him down before he does all that damage. Well, I also think the the change that they made on the last big patch, which was actually adding like the HP bar to the jungle buff, so you could see how much health and and to the minions also. Yep. So, so you could see how much health they had, so you could tell if you could just do a couple of basics here, or if you want to go ahead and use an ability to clear the wave or clear the buff. It's a very good point. Did not think about that. It also dispels invades a little more because you got to be careful when you're taking all that damage. So the they int- they all do some really really cool and new and unique things, and I'm really 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 excited to see it. Yeah, conquest is getting a big shakeup. Oh, and they did yeah. they did spoil season eight new conquest new conquest map coming out in season eight. So you know the the changes that they're making now oh. could be going into the big change <laughs> that they're going to make in season eight. I don't know what that announcement is, though, because, like, stuff. it should, I guess maybe they didn't make that same announcement last season because the map didn't really change, so I don't know what all that's going to be. Because, like, we Ajax, knew that they were going to have said, a new one. A- yeah, Ajax just straight up said, he's like, he's not going to go into detail during the update show, but they are going to be changing the Conquest map in Season 8, for Season 8. So, uh, yeah, the- all, the, all the buffs are really cool now. I'm super stoked. The yeah. buffs are cool, and... Hunter items, holy shit! Oh yes, I think auto it's attackers are going to be insane. That's the uh, that's something else that we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Is there's no anti heal for hunters? No, there's plenty of anti heal for hunters, and the fact that they give a crit item anti heal, crit is anti healing of itself. You hit harder. Yeah, they can't heal when they're dead. Yeah, so hunters so complain that you a can lot. get crit and anti heal in the same item. That that item is gonna be busted, and of course you're gonna build the entire tree. So the it's item, so much easier to get physical pen now. So the item and that Heart we're talking Seeker about got buffed. The item that we're talking about is a shuriken. What, what's the name yes. of it? Yes, it's shadow, shadow steel, steel shuriken. shuriken. Yep. And mm-hmm. then they they so with that item, which gives you attack speed, which not a ton of attack speed, twenty physical power, ten percent attack speed, and twenty percent crit with anti-heal on it which 
the crit activates the anti-heal for eight seconds. It's 40% anti-heal. That's not That's okay. Not okay at all. I, I think auto attackers are going to be insane because it's this item and the next item, Serrated Edge, which is the new... It, it takes the place of Masamune, which nope, that's not moves, true. That is moves to the the nope, hammer tree. That is sledge. sledge. That is a sledge. Right. That is Masamune. The new item, right. Serrated Edge, is gonna takes be... the plate. Like it removes Masamune from the tree. Yes. That's well, okay. So it, it re- yeah, okay. So it replaces Masanume, but Masanume basically got moved. Yeah. Yeah. Serrated Edge is going to give forty physical power, ten percent life steal, ten percent movement speed. 20% physical pen, and if all three of your non-ultimate abilities are on cooldown, it gives you 40 basic attack power and 10% lifesteal. This um, is dummy thick. This is good this on... This is not okay. I mean, think about, think about how this works on Bakasura, Kali, Mercury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're going in and burning their kits anyways. So you're going to get 40% basic attack power and 20% lifesteal... That's insane. Yeah. This item is so freaking bloated. Like it. Oh, it's. And you could and take off the penetration. Are. Take off the penetration. And that's an okay item. Yeah. And so that's the other thing added to that is that they're doing the whole shake up with uh, percent pen. They're putting it on more items. They're putting their nerfing yep. executioner, but they're adding physical uh, percent pen on Titan's Bane, on Serrated Edge. I think there's a couple of other items. But think about how this changes junglers. Yeah. They're now going to have percent pen on towers, camps, uh objectives. It's gonna be it's gonna be insane. I think we're I think we're uh seeing uh, Arachne's another one I didn't mention. Bakasura yeah. got buffed in mid season patch. I think that auto attack junglers are going to be insanely in meta. And it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, we'll probably see adapting play only those characters for the second half of the season. Also, yeah, rip supports. I don't, I don't see a reason to get Executioner anymore. I still think Executioner is good for hunters. Yeah. Give, it has every stat that you want for a hunter. You're still getting 21% physical pen after three autos. Is it going to be core on every hunter like it is now? No. Probably not because... I take, I take it back. I take it back because Titan's Bane just got nerfed into the ground. Uh, Instead of the passive giving you the pen, they added 20 to the item, increased the power, and then your abilities gain the pen. So... But no, you get, they have tw- it has 20% pen, and then you get another 20% off of your first ability uh, every 10 seconds. Yeah. So... And they buffed the physical power on it. They changed the gold yeah. price. So I think it's a balance change more than a nerf or a buff. But it's still it's still going to be I'll be interested good. to see how it plays, I suppose. But here's, here's the reason why Executioner might not be core. It's because... And this is flying under the radar. Atalanta's bow is going mm. to be insane. <laughs> it is basically Haste and Fatalis, which is good. For me, because that's what I love doing with Scotty Jungle in season four. And I've said that over, I don't know how many times I've said that. Everybody remembers Hasten, or a lot of people remember Hasten Fatalis and just how stupidly broken it was. But Atalanta's bow 
with the it's removing 10% movement speed, but they're adding 20% pen on it. And they reworked the passive to it. So if you get a kill or an assist on a god, you get this passive for 10 seconds, which is a 20% attack speed increase. It basically gives you hastened effect because it gives you all the it basically gives you no penalty to movement almost. And I just think that that is going to be one of the core items (coughs) they're putting. It's one of your physical pen items. It it just has so much utility. I think that that might come into place of Executioner. And you might not see Executioner on every build. But yeah, I don't don't think Hunters got nerfed at all. No, I think they got a lot of love this patch. Depth's favorite item, Silver Branch Bow, getting getting a tweak. They're giving that physical pen, and they're upping the physical power gained on the passive to two per stack. And then they buffed half the hunters. Cupid's getting a buff. That's really <laughs> going to help his early clear. Medusa's getting buffed. Chiron's getting buffed. Neath's getting buffed. Like, I, I don't see why Zatman's complaining on Twitter about hunters getting nerfed. I think he should I think he should shut up and appreciate that hunters are have been in a really good spot for a long time. The other thing that I was really excited about this is the new acorns for Rat. Oh, God. Yeah, how busted can you make one character? So that's something that I've just been kind of seeing happening is that like, oh, we're, you know, uh, Cthulhu, like, oh, he just does a lot of damage. They're starting to do it to all the gods. They're just starting to do a lot of damage. Yeah. uh, I mean, I think that the rework is... Interesting because I like going. I like seeing them going back and touching up other kits that might need that need reworks or just should maybe have more effects or to bring them more into the meta or make them a little more difficult to play. But like these items are these acorns are absolutely nuts. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. You'll be <laughs> to left. Good luck, Fro Double G. <laughs> I mean, they're basically putting some form of blessing on his nuts. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, they, uh, it's, they've got a green, a blue, a red, and I believe a purple. For The patch notes don't have this pulled up, and I'm blanking on the graphic. But Oh, man, you don't want to have blue nuts. He's getting critical strike on... He's getting crit chance on one of his, on one of his nuts. He's getting movement speed and power he's getting protections on one of them and then they their passives are giving him multiple charges of abilities or extra prod shred i just think that it's he's going to be good in a lot of different roles jungle solo even support rat could come out Uh, i've been Mm -hmm. wanting to see what assassin would creep into the support meta and it's probably going to be rat and they also um buffed his acorn blast as well so not only is he getting a, a, a variety of, you know, s- essentially starter items for him, but he also has the Acorn Blast buff. So, oh boy, he's going to hurt. He's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. And we talked auto attackers and they're buffing Al Kwong. Yeah. They bu- they're buffing <laughs> Apollo for you, Dep. They're also oh, buffing Baka. After the Golden great. Blade buff, they're also yep. buffing Baka. <laughs> Uh, the one that I'm excited about, though, is uh, Baron's getting a buff to his clear. And I know our friend Coffin Monkey, I've been telling him, and I've been telling you guys on the podcast, <laughs> Baron Jungle is good. It is basically a guardian jungle, and you have healing, you have decent clear, you have good utility, like 
why aren't more people playing Baron Jungle? It's flying under the radar, and it's going to get pulled out at some point in the second half of the season, and I'm going to be here saying I told you so. <laughs> you know what? They also buffed Sylvanas, but they did not get rid of his uh, movement speed or movement penalty when he's attacking. Still, someday it might happen. Not this patch. So you want Sylvanas to have hastened all the time? Yes. Well, yes Sylvanas does. is not the it's one throwing things. Grover. It's so Grover. Sylvanas is throwing shit. Oh, wait, no. Oh, wait. Grover is walking. Sylvanas is throwing shit. So if right, Grover but, is walking, but why Sylvanas is he being needs Grover to slow down so that he can throw it to the right spot. <laughs> All I know is our, our friend Jimmy is very excited about the buffs to Sylvanas, and he's talking about bringing back the ADC oh, Sylvanas God. meta. Jimmy Sylvanas is terrifying. His, he's terrifying on Sylvanas. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, no, I'm, this I'm is all for a, that. I think that if Grover's walking, there shouldn't be a, a movement. You have changed my mind. <laughs> so how did the Nemean Lion change? Yeah. Because that used to be one of my favorite items. Then it got nerfed into the ground. Right. And now it gives you block stacks? Yeah, so it removed the original passive and now it has a new passive. So every 15 seconds, the item will generate a block stack. And you can stack that up to one. Max time. of one stack. What the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, that's kind of trash. What is that? <laughs> They're buffing auto attackers and I'm a support main now. Come on, Iris. So in the flavor text here, it says we're changing the passive to instead block one basic attack every 15 seconds. This gives tanks control of when to approach the hunter and provide a decent amount of mitigation. That's I'm bullshit. That's bullshit. You're giving me one stack. One basic attack stack. You've just they, buffed. They should have at least brought the protections on it back up from where it. Where they used to be. Where it I used could get to be, on board yeah. with that. But increase, you know what? Increase prots and get rid of the passive. You know what? Supports don't need buffs because they just buffed Mail of Renewal. That's true. And I feel like Cthulhu had something to do with that because Mail of Renewal on Cthulhu is awesome. I haven't tried that out yet. Try it out and then try it out when they buff Mail of Renewal. <laughs> You know, there's a certain elephant that does pretty well with mail of renewal. He does not. He doesn't heal. What do you mean? It does great. Am I thinking of the same item? Yes. <laughs> this is the. I watched you rush mail of renewal on Ganesha in, a, in an assault. Optimal. He's got an increased <laughs> assist range. Current current mail of renewal, I feel is is not very good. But it's like a like a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, niche niche. Yeah, Nick. only for a particular Nick. set few of gods. Cthulhu like happens to fall under there. Not Ganesha. <laughs> Not Ganesha. Um, and then, of course, the biggest uh, announcement that came with the patch is the Avatar Battle Pass. I think the skins look very, very good. Um, I'm very pleased with it. A lot of people seem to... It seems to have a very overwhelmingly positive... Um, feedback on the skins at least way more positive than the ruby battle pass so that is good um, I I did take avatar Aang into or Aang Merlin or Mer- Merlang if you want to call him that um, <laughs> into <laughs> jungle practice before we recorded and just everything about the skin is really well done the, the uh, effects on it are really good the movement feels really smooth and very true to the show. So shout outs. This is 
this is a really good battle pass. I'm very happy about it. And you know what? By the time it comes out, I might understand something about him because <laughs> I have started watching Avatar. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yes! I am four episodes in. Awesome. Okay. It's pretty good so far. I do like it. It is anime. <laughs> and I don't want to hear that it's not because it's literally anime. It's just, oh, no, it's Nickelodeon made in America. That's like me saying Korean baseball isn't baseball. It's still baseball. It's just played in Korea. But I agree. I do really like uh, I do really like it so far. It's very interesting. There's enough like jokes that aren't really Nickelodeon or like I guess there's like puns and stuff and like general yeah. behaviors that make it uh, fun to watch for all ages. Uh, yep. So I like it. I, I've got it up here. I was watching it earlier. I, I'm I'm not ignorant, guys. If something somebody tells me something is good or gives me a recommendation or something, I, I, I want to see what everyone is talking about. And I've made it through the first few episodes without turning it off. So I'm, <laughs> so I am capable of changing. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. Um, the, the, the series is, is very story heavy. So you, mm. you can't just like watch a random one. You have to start from the very beginning. Um, right. And it's a 15 year show. So I got to be careful of spoilers. Yes, yes, you yes. do have to be careful for that. So please um, no, don't spoil Avatar for me, anybody. I'm not. I'm not. I'm uh, just... I mean, I mean, all the listeners too. Be be mindful, because because like <laughs> that's like a big thing for me is not getting spoiled. And I've gotten mad at Brittany before because she has spoiled things. Like when she told me Sloane's pregnant in Entourage, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not there yet. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> uh, she spoiled Breaking Bad for my roommate one year. I was like, oh my god. I felt so bad, which I won't spoil that one. But if you if you're watching Breaking Bad, which I think somebody is for the first time, I've rewatched it for like Some, the fourth time. Somebody somebody <laughs> in the Discord, I think, or somebody I was talking to is rewatching Breaking Bad. So I won't I won't go there, which is a, a great show. If you haven't seen it, I'm very jealous. You get to watch it for the first time. For the I first time, I know it's so <laughs> like, it's so good. Even when rewatching, I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that with a lot of different shows, and and, nope. and my, I, I've also started restarting, uh, rewatching Avatar myself, getting ready for this battle pass. So, I'll I'll try and keep pace with you so you can talk about it. <laughs> my main issue, and this isn't like really, I'm not trying to debate that it it works. I understand why Av- why Ang is Merlin, but. Mm-hmm. This is going to have to be banned in comp because yes. it's going to be fun for <laughs> Avatar fans to play as Aang Merlin and have these different abilities and, and different stances and use them. But it looks nothing like Merlin's character model typically and to me doesn't make a ton of sense and can be really confused with Vamana. And I think that's <laughs> going to be like if, if you go Vamana Merlin in a game, I don't know how you're going to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> oh, that could be that could be a hat. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> For later, way later. <laughs> well, you know, Rick, you were bringing up Merlin there. Mm-hmm. And I think we got the time. Why don't we do a quick Battleground University on the oh, man himself? Merlin. 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 Uh, Take a, him a to god school. That, a god that has been getting a lot of nerfs and buffs and... <laughs> Everything in a lot of attention, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> this might change, but as it stands on June twenty seventh, twenty twenty, 
Here is your Merlin. His passive overload. It's a basic attack stim. Affects your enemies, of course. Does magic damage. Every time Merlin casts a spell, he gains a stack of overload. When Merlin next fires a basic attack, it will be augmented with lightning, dealing extra damage to the first enemy. The damage is 10 plus 15% of your magical power. It holds three charges, and the duration is five seconds, so I imagine the charges last for five seconds. Like, I think it's uh, five seconds to, to utilize it. Yep. Um, if I... you're... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I I fell in love with Merlin when he first came out and um, got him to diamond fairly quickly. It took me a while to actually read the passive, though. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty generic passive, and it doesn't really, like, it's it's a basic attack buff for a mage. If you're making use of it, I think it's great. I think there's zero reason to play around it. Like, oh, I've got my overload up. I've got a passive stack. Here's the auto. Like, yeah. if, you, if you're getting the damage, it's fine. Uh, but it, I think... If you're paying attention to the passive, you could probably be paying attention to something else that would do more for you. Hmm. If you're having to take your eyes off or or know that stack, I think you just basic when you basic, and if you've got it up, that's great. But like, I wouldn't play around this. Yeah. No. I'm trying to figure out how to change stances. How on to change his stance <laughs> so I can abilities. read the <laughs> Yeah, abilities. because oh, no. if you didn't know, okay. Jump straight over to uh to his ultimate here, Elemental Mastery. Merlin has three different stances, and your ultimate does damage too. Does a radius does of twenty five. A lot of damage. Taps into his inner potential, exploding with energy. In the stance he is currently attuned to, during the time Merlin can choose which stance to enter next. After the explosion reaches its apex, it collapses in on itself. Enemies are dealt damage from both. The explosion and the implosion and suffer different effects depending on which stance's energy they are being hit by. One of my favorite things to do is if I'm feeling particularly spicy is I'll use my three, which we'll get to in a little bit. I'll use my three, get up in their face, put down an AoE, and then switch using my four and then put down another AoE. It does so much damage. <laughs> yep. So yeah, the damage on, on the people. ultimate is 80 up to 210 at max rank, plus 15% of your magical power. The fire stance change, so if you're either starting in fire or ending in fire, does 5 up to 25, plus 5% of your magical power damage per tick. The ice stance does a 20% slow that lasts for 1.5 seconds. And the arcane stance has a knockup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got it up in jungle practice. If you want to, yeah. Well, the issue is, is on the on the wiki. It just says change stance to fire and ice for more information. Yeah. Pairs one and two, so it's like we can't pull up the. So do you want do you want me to take here. the one? Uh, the yeah. One why two? don't you Why don't you take over here, Rick? All right. So, well, I I think we'll do stance by stance. Yeah, would be the easier way to do it. So we can do uh, we can do one and the two for each stance. Uh, your three doesn't change. So you could uh, start in void because that's how it usually starts you is in the void. Yep. The yeah. void stance. So the arcane. Starting with the arcane stance for void. Your first ability is eclipse. It is a line ability as it's described, although it's more of like an AOE. Um, 
I guess it is cast as a line, but it yes. casts it casts out a circle. AOE. It casts out a circle that expands if the enemy gets hit. So Merlin conjures an orb of condensed celestial energy that grows in size as it travels, dealing damage every 0.4 seconds and marking enemies hit. Enemies marked take additional damage if they stay within the outer range of Eclipse. Uh, so your initial damage is 40, scaling up to 120. Damage per tick, 15, up to 45, and it lasts 3 seconds. Uh, so that works with his 2, which in Arcane Stance is called Vortex. Uh, it's an ability AoE. with a, it, Both of these have a range of 60, which is kind of insane. Uh, Merlin, <laughs> yeah. deploys, Merlin deploys a field of Arcane Energy at a location. After delay, the Vortex deals damage and pulls enemies towards the center. So what you want to do is you want to throw your one out and then throw your two mm -hmm. and it brings and it pulls enemies into the center. So they're taking the full damage of both Eclipse and Vortex. So your combo there is one, two. So you want to throw out the first line to get them into the damage and then throw your two on them to pull them back. And it, it does a lot of damage. That's a whole yeah. lot of damage. The one it looks like has 55% scaling for the initial hit, and the two has 60% scaling. So the other important thing is that you're, when you ult and you go to switch stances, you can control which stance that you change into. But you need to be quick on your abilities because your abilities or whatever you have the map to becomes either arcane, fire, or ice. Mm -hmm. and if you don't pick which one you're going to switch into, you might not get the one that you wanted. Uh, so switching into Fire Stance, the first ability is going to be Radiate. It's a line that Merlin channels a beam of intense fire for two seconds and deals damage every 0.5 seconds. Every time Radi Radiate hits an enemy, it also applies a burn, dealing additional damage over time. We like to call this the Flamethrower. Uh, damage per tick is 10, scaling up to 50 at max rank, and the burn damage is 5 up to 25. It is His fire stance works a little differently because this is a channeled ability, so you can't, you're, you're not just throwing two abilities out and uh, and just letting them hit in an AoE. You have, to, you have to channel this for the whole two seconds and basically can't do anything else while you're doing that. You can cancel it early. Uh, but his combo is going to work a little differently in Fire Stance because Dragonfire, his two, is an AoE where Merlin summons forth two ethereal dragons that spout flames towards each other, dealing damage to enemies every quarter of a second. If caught in the center of the area, enemy gods have their protections reduced. The dragon lasts for three seconds. Damage per tick, eight scaling up to 20. Uh, production uh, protection reduction scaling from half a percent to two and a half percent and can stack up to six times so you it has it's basically like two cones coming in from the side that in the middle they overlap and that's where you're trying to catch enemies and reduce their procs that's where you're placing your dragon fire down for objectives and this mm -hmm. has had to be really tuned down because the protection reduction with was this <laughs> was nuts. I can't remember what it used to be, but it made Merlin able to literally burn objectives incredibly fast. Yep. And that was where I think Merlin's biggest strength was. Yes, he does a shit ton of damage in team fights and has a ton of control because you have uh, 60 range abilities in his void stance, but you also have 
four abilities and can shred prots with one of them. But his real, the real power that came from Merlin and needed to be tuned down was how fast he could shred Fire Giant and uh, Gold Fury. It just allowed you to play around uh, just in er- early fights at those objectives because he burned it down so quick. Uh, but when you're in fire stance, you pretty much want to place your two, get your get their, those protections dropped, and get some initial damage, and then you hit them with the flamethrower. Yep. So the first stance is 1-2, the second stance is 2-1. Yep, and then switching to his ice stance, uh, your first ability is Frostbolt. This is 1. It is a line with a 70 range. Merlin hurls a Frostbolt that explodes if it hits an enemy, dealing an additional 15% damage if they are slowed which works with his two. Uh, well, Frostbolt does 60 damage up to 200, does additional damage if they're slowed, which works with the Blizzard, his two mm-hmm. in Ice Stance, which is an AoE uh, with a radius of 20. Merlin creates a Blizzard at a target location that lasts for four seconds. After a brief delay, shards of ice start hurling down every half second. Enemies hit, take damage, and progressively get more slowed while they stay within the area. Damage per tick scaling from 10 up to 70. The slow on each hit is 8%, and it stacks a max of 5 times. Uh, so, And that slow lasts 2 seconds. So the ability lasts 4, slow lasts 2. So your combo in this, in, in Ice Dance, is going to be to 2... Uh, is 2-1 because you want to get the slow and then hit him with Frostbolt for additional damage. For the additional damage, yep. And Frostbolt acts a little differently because there's some abilities in the game, and I'm trying to think of some of them, that if they... they, they, It has a pretty wide hitbox when you hurl it at an enemy. So, like, if you get it with anywhere close to them, uh, it's going to hit. So you want a 2-1, but it can do a lot of damage, especially if they're slowed. Uh... So, that, I mean, that's pretty much his ice stance. Uh, we, I guess we'll talk a little bit about in Conquest. Uh, you can play it a couple different ways, but uh, what I like to do is I will use my... I would start his two and use his two on the speed camp when you start with your jungler and then switch to fire stance for the first wave. And then you're going to want to stay in fire stance. We didn't talk about his three. It's a flicker. Flicker. <laughs> <laughs> Nev, Nev, it's talk combat, about his three combat forms. blink. Yeah, it's it's just combat blink. You can blink unless you're silenced. Range of thirty, half the distance of Crippled. your arcane abilities. Crippled, Nev. Well, you also can't do it for well, silence. Yes, That's, <laughs> you're not wrong. I just meant like you can blink even if you're being auto attacked. You can still blink. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh. It's got a really long cooldown. It starts at 24, and at max rank, it's down to 20 seconds. Uh, Which is wild, because his ultimate at max rank is down to 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. So you can use it to be super aggressive, and like I like I said earlier, if I'm chasing somebody down, I'll um, you know probably throw like the 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 ice stance, the two on the ice stance over them, so they get slowed. Pop the one over, then flicker. Use elemental mastery to switch. Which will also do that that extra range damage Bonus or damage, AOE yeah. damage on them, and then throw down either if I'm in fire or in um, arcane, throw down my abilities and make sure you weave in a basic attack in there at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make use of this passive for sure. Also, don't build or... poly on Merlin because you think that is <laughs> passive. It's gonna... not. 
No. It's not. No. no. Like I said, don't play around it. No. It's just a little little nice to have. A little extra. So I, I see um, different kinds of, of build patterns with them. I've seen like triple pin was very popular for a while. And then, of course, with the Spear of Magus changes coming out, I think we'll probably see some more pen builds with him again. Um, of course, Soul Reaver is fun on him. Doom Orb yeah. is just fun in general. I just usually just build it because I can. <laughs> it's just fun. Um, yep. But then give you also get into the... Give them some pen. You get into the situa- situational items. Like, sometimes people will build, like, Gem of Iso on him, which will, you know, do stuff with the, the slow in his kit anyway. Um I've seen Bancrofts. Um, kind of blanking right now on some other ones, but you, you can know, do some ma- fun the stuff. Common with them. mage item builds. That, that oh yeah, now. I mean, I feel like yeah. Don't get me started on that. I feel like I see the same builds on basically everybody at this point. Yeah. Um. St- how do you feel about Staff of Murden? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would say probably not, just because his ult timer is so low. Um, I feel like you can get more beneficial um stats from that on a different god. But you know, if you're if you have a gold lead and you don't know what else you want to buy, and you're you know selling your boots for something else, might as well. <laughs> yeah, Merlin's been in meta for a long time. Uh, he his one weakness is that he doesn't have CC immunity in his ult. Uh, his combat blink is pretty insane. It's a real struggle for junglers to follow them. Uh, they Susana. had to nerf that too, didn't they? I, I remember the cooldown being nerfed on that. Yes. Yeah. Flicker was up too much. Too much. Uh, you can If you're trying to counter Merlin, uh, like I said, no CC immunity. Uh, guys that work really well into him are Thor, Rat, Sasano. Um, if you work in a dodgy in your comp, that also works. Because uh, she can... Basically, you want a god that can follow the Flicker. You want a god that's not having to initiate with movement. Uh, so you want Blink and want to be able to go in on Merlin, and then you need to follow uh, where he's going with that. I would target Merlin early in team fights if you can, because if not, his zoning control and AOE damage is just insane. Yep. Uh, so you need to try to take Merlin out of the fight. Uh, try not to fight in jungle corridors against a Merlin. That is what he wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So he's he's been out since um, February of last year, and I'm looking at the change log. He has had so many changes over the past year, which makes yep. sense. Like I think he came out kind of like overpowered and overtuned, and um, just slowly and surely they're just kind of yeah. So um, the the first thing that they nerfed was that frostbolt. Like the very first patch after he came out, they nerfed the frostbolt. Yep. Then they um, nerfed flicker. They nerfed the timer on the uh, on flicker the cooldown um they reduced hit scaling from eclipse like okay this this patch in april of last year was like one of the first like big like big nerfs, nerfs that we saw because it was it touched one two three four five six different things about his kit all in that one patch and a lot of it i'm looking at it just not going to read through all of it but a lot of it had to do with his blizzard Blizzard and Dragonfire were the two abilities that just got so many reworks, or not reworks, but like tuning on on stats and timers and and stuff like that. So I think I think where he is now is is certainly not as overpowered as he used to be. That's no, sure. he's not. He's not getting banned <laughs> and first picked all the time now. He's still a good mage pick, but I actually think that mages are pretty 
balanced right now with the changes to Raijin. I I don't think that there's really a top mage right now. There's some very strong ones. Merlin very well might be the top mage, but there's other picks, and I, I think it's pretty balanced. But he's been yeah. top for a while, a, a long time. Yeah, <laughs> a while. Yeah. yeah, he was he, he was first pick, first ban a lot over the past year. <laughs> so, um, but he uh. He's he's he goes right into the um the other types of mages I enjoy playing where you can decide in an instant if you're going to be aggressive or if you're going to be a little bit on the defensive, um, and his kit allows him to do those kinds of things. And then of course the range, like you were saying, with with some of his abilities being a little further out, um, he yeah. can really really use that to his advantage and like you said don't want to get caught up in those jungle corridors there i can't tell you how many times somebody was in his his arcane stance and did the one two in a jungle corridor and i'm like and i'm dead that's that's it that's that's all of it yeah he is he has a very good ability to be able to free cast in the back of fights it can be very tough to get to get to a merlin He's able to throw shit over walls. He can stay in fights even when he's low HP. If you poke him out initially, he can still come back in and do damage from a very safe, safe spot. And like we said, his damage is pretty insane, yeah. uh, especially if he's got a full cycle of abilities up with his uh, with his stance switch. Uh, so he's definitely one to target early in team fights, or one that you've got to be mindful and and try to control and not let the Merlin control you. Yeah, definitely hit him. Hit him earlier in the game with some ganks, cause uh, he's got some long cooldowns early in the game. Early, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was one of the changes they his made one, too. <laughs> his one is uh, his one is fourteen seconds flat, but his two sixteen seconds. His blink twenty four seconds. Ultimate is if I can scroll down to it here twenty four as well. Thirty two. Thirty two. Oh, it's thirty two. Thirty two initially. So lock Merlin down early or else he's going to run away with the game. Yep. And cycling back over to where we were, which started this battle, you was the avatar battle pass, um, the Aang skin, the different abil- or different stances. Um, they, they do really encompass the whole avatar feel with the different stances. And, you know, when they first announced, you know, or the speculation that the avatar battle pass was coming out, um, it was like, oh, it's it's gonna be Vamana. Like Vamana looks like Aang, but nope. They 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 gave the skin to Merlin because he has the different stances and it makes sense and it looks really good. So yeah, good job. You don't want to upset those uh, all those fans out there, all the Avatar fans. It's not it's not accurate because that happened with Ruby and yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. Just a lot of people. I bitch, think they did fine with it. most of the Ruby characters. Yang, the Terra skin, the Terra skin the was the one. one. Yeah. That was the one that everybody was really upset about. Yeah, which Rama, but then you have to put female frame walk work, and they should look into that in the future. And well, see from what I was to understand from the passionate show, they actually did re-rig Merlin for this skin. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And and like I said, the movement feels very good, very fluid. Um, and it is very like similar to the the movement in the show. So mm-hmm. I think they did a really really good job. Yeah. Now before we move on to our Hat of Purgatory, I do want to talk about one thing that happened in Smite 
this week. That was a huge, huge deal. A little bit of a sensitive topic, uh, but the removal of DM Brandon from Smite. Uh, If you guys don't know who DM Brandon is, he's been a streamer. He was an ex-high-res employee uh, a while back. He's casted before. He has in-game items uh, due to some allegations and stories coming out uh, about some pretty some pretty sensitive stuff with the me too movement which we don't really need to i don't think go into but i think it was a huge weight for a lot of the smite community to see dm brandon removed high res uh banned his account temporarily it seems there it's not a perma ban but they did ask him to stop making content towards any high res game which includes uh realm royale paladins and prophecy which he was participating in prophecy tournaments uh, so I think that was a huge step for the Smite community. It, it was, if you guys are unfamiliar with DM Brandon, he has been a, it, he's just a very poor example. And I'm not sure how he has such a following, but he's been a very poor example of how you should treat other human beings for a long time. It's been very toxic. There's so many instances and clips that you've probably seen weekend was able to do a like a 15 minute roast of some of the stuff he said uh so i was really happy to see that this week i i appreciate high res's response to uh the stories that came out from some of the victims and yeah i I just want to say also that if there's anything that you guys need to talk about you can always dm one of the hosts or, or or somebody we will names won't get out or uh, nothing will really be publicized ever, but if you guys need somebody to talk to, we are here and uh, can try to help you as best we can. Yes. Agreed. Wow, did you hear that? That was a big silence, kind of our, like our last <laughs> ad of purgatory. <laughs> Deb, how do you come up with these? Oh my God. That one was laid that right was into his lap. That was. Oh good. yeah. That was good. I uh, I had a purgatory silence. Get the gods with the silences. We rolled Ganesha, Thanatos, and Nox, Nox. into a joust. Um, we we did as best <laughs> as I think we could with the matchup. It was it was an uphill battle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yep, we they, had uh, they had a, a Daji, a Kukulkan, and a Yormungandr. So they did the big brother, little brother lane with the Yormungandr and the Kukulkan. Yeah, um, and then Daji, who just can yeah. zip in first damage and, and, and not have right to worry about zipping out because you're dead. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, happened that happened to me quite a bit. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you had said that to yourself before you tried to solo her two levels down. You almost did get her. <laughs> I almost got her. She was low. She probably had like 150 health left, but it was a valiant effort. Yeah, it was. It was no, fun. I saw it. I saw it happening, Rick, and I'm like, I'm too close. I'm within range of her too. I just can't get away from this, and like, I just had to turn and fight. If only but... you had something that could have stopped the channel ability. <laughs> No, I did. I stopped her uh, slice and dice with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the burning claws or whatever it was still did more than enough. To, yeah, she uh, does a shit ton of damage. Yeah. 
then Kukul Khan, Sneeze, and Polly doing uh, 80% of my health doesn't help things. <laughs> I just remember we were defending Phoenix, and I was clearing minions, and just wild Kukul Khan all from over yonder. He just <laughs> yeah, he it. did. Through the from the jungle for no reason. Did not follow it up or anything. Just ulted you to ult you. <laughs> yeah. And then Nev returns the favor as they're sieging the Phoenix. Just yeah. yeets straight into like, I... Nev had some big ults. Uh, yeah. They had oh, yeah. they had some very timely shells that saved mm-hmm. their lives. But you mm-hmm. you almost got a double kill with one ult. Yeah. The shell the, just uh, saved their ass. The Daji and the Kukulkan were very very low. Just not enough power, because that was fairly early in the game. I think I was, like, level 6 or level 7. And um, just not enough power items yet to uh, to secure that double kill. But, yeah. you know, it was still fun. I still feel like uh, they might as well just make Nox a guardian at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I do anything. How bad would that feel to, to have to get into melee range to land autos? Well, you I mean, don't have to be a melee to be a guardian. Sylvanas isn't melee. And yeah, he's a right. yeah, give yeah. Nox a splash auto. That's what she needs. <laughs> yeah, it, it might do more damage. <laughs> well, they reworked Rat. I know months ago they talked about a Loki rework for sometimes for the, the second part of the season. I got to imagine Nox is on that list. But they haven't even like... I think it's tough to balance Nox too because of how she performs in other modes. Well, for the most part, I think it's just her uh, silence bubble that a lot of people have a problem with. The fact that it's a hard CC that occupies a se- a large section of map, you know? Yeah, it's good in, like, arenas Because it pops bubbles. It, yeah. But putting her in Conquest, it's like she's not a Conquest character. Don't no, even, not don't at even all. try it. She's a real feels-bad mid. <laughs> like, I feel like, because I've tried... I've tried before. I've been there for those. <laughs> I feel like I can't really do anything until I can max my two. And then, because that's like where all of her clears at is under two. So, but yep. Valiant Effort was still a lot of fun to do the hat with the hosts. So we've dealt with the quiet and now we deal of being afraid of the quiet. Gods with fears. I know Hades has one. On bots. Cthulhu. Bots. Cthulhu, there you go. Just oh, made sure. up your team. Um, Yorm has one as well, doesn't he? Tremble. Yeah, it's Tremble. It's not fear. Although the Earthquake team, that could be something. Mm-hmm. Cobra. Get the Trembles out. So we got, ha- we got Hades, Humbots, Cthulhu. What else do we say? I'm trying to think. Man, there's a, there's not too many other fears I think, I think the that's game. the team. It's I think a pretty that's unique, it. Uh, pretty unique CC. Uh, Raijin has one. Oh, yeah, oh, and his ult. Part of his ult. Well, that's like, uh, Izanami's technically got a silence. Yeah, and her ult. Yeah. Okay, so we could we could flex the Raijin if you, you want to have Raijin instead it. of like a Hades, but I would feel like Hades would be better for this hat because his fear is up a lot more than the Raijin's. <laughs> oh, yeah. there. I'm missing one. There's another one. Is there? Is it a Guardian? Do you know? No. Do you know? I'm just missing it. Mm. It misses you, too. Mm. It misses you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe I'm not. I, I figured there would be more fears in the game. So, so whose turn is it? <laughs> we don't have anybody. I mean, to this draw. sounds like it's going to be three hosts, and okay. we 
our three hosts. Yep. So I guess we can do that after we record. And we can do well. that after we're done recording here. <laughs> Might as well. Might right. as well. Sounds good. Well, so, go ahead, Nev. Um, the community corner, we decided that we're going to give you guys another week because when we first um, asked, we didn't post it until like a day before we recorded last week. So we didn't really give you guys the full like two weeks uh, to answer. So we're going to give you guys another week to answer the community corner, which is if you could play any game with the host, what would it be? And if it's Smite, that's fine. We, we'll, we'll still we'll still do it, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So just let us know in the community corner channel in the Discord. Yeah. You could throw in yeah, tier. Yeah. That'd be a meme. You got four fears and then one fearless. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's <laughs> the lovely. afraid and the fearless. <laughs> or, or just pick Morrigan and alt and yeah. bots, but that's kind of toxic. That's that's pretty bad, Rick. <laughs> that's pretty bad. All right, we did the CC reminder. Let's get our shoutouts out into the airwaves. Wild Destro, thanks for the thumbnails. We appreciate you, thumbnail slave. And I'll get back on that at some point. I was doing them. I started doing them and then I stopped. And it's finding motivation to do anything in quarantine is what it is. But we appreciate you. Wild Deathstroke. Check them out. YouTube. Sensation. <laughs> Patrons. Shouting out. Aereo, Asbestos, Baseball, Bombi, Danny, Caveman, Neo, Coffin Monkey, Gilly, Snorlax, Colorado, Weatherman, Adios, Freakstoff, Backlash, Sadon, Lantern, Basket, Riggs, Dracon, thank you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you very much. Helping us get our gear upgraded, getting fro that PC. He's astonished sometimes how fast it is now, I think, because he was, when we had Stormed on, he was like saying, okay, now you do this and now you do this. And Storm's like, hold on, still loading. So, uh, (laughs) Fro's Fro's definitely loving the the speed boost and the the quality of life. And he was Quality of life change for Fro. <laughs> he was able to play Pomo Party with us last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do if... a scheduled Pomo Party. Yeah, we should. I'm down for that. We should definitely We've do that. We've been saying that, but I think we should just schedule one for next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> just so go if you guys want to play some Pomo Party with us, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Oh, that's we'll the 4th, you know. though. That is the 4th. Well, some of us... Don't get to do anything fun on the fourth. So I mean, party. I'm just saying, I'm not doing anything the fourth either. I'm gonna be at home. So <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you gonna do? Go out and watch fireworks and breathe other people's air? Nope. Could be infected. I, no, I'm gonna stay home where it's safe. I have to work the third, fourth, and fifth. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play Raw America. Get my own fireworks going. There we go. They're gonna have the, they're gonna have the Fourth of July mode where it's all Raw America. That's true. That's what I'm going to be doing on the 4th. And then, apparently, some pummel party. <laughs> yeah, yep. we'll do some pummel party. We'll do some pummel They got rockets. <laughs> they got rockets rocket. a big firework. Right? <laughs> All right, Deb, get us out of here. I have been your host, Deb Nation, and we will see you on the other side of the Conquest map. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Peace out. Feel my heart, it's beat tight. Oh, my body's breathing, it's just you.